Hey, Teresa, I just wanted to say, I think you're an amazing wife and mother and person and podcaster and just all around, I think you're great. I know it. Oh, okay. It's Schmanners. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. <laughs> oh, I forgot I did the second half. Whoops. Whoops. You know what? We'll fix it in post. Um, <laughs> my dove, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Well, I'm sitting here wondering if the people at home can hear the nice, quiet, white noise going on in the background. Yeah. Uh, folks, when you've got a new baby, um, you do what you can. Your life stops being your own and the choices you must make in your life are about the next generation now like the octopus who sacrifices herself to protect her eggs we must play white noise during our show to keep our baby happy so if you can hear any white noise in the background so be it that's it's it's the nice thing to do welcome to the show this is the show we are doing it now we're in it we're doing it we're living in the moment truly this is the now hey this show's about compliments. No, I know that. I was get. I was trying to do a little banter, but I just started talking <laughs> and realized I didn't literally didn't have anything uh, of any substance to say. But how is that different from normal? <laughs> Zing. Um, we're very glad that you could join us for this episode. This is um, an issue that I think most people have, um, whether it is giving compliments, receiving compliments. Um, I know that I myself. Uh, have a bit of an issue receiving compliments. Mine is more of an issue of humility rather than uh, I have a hard time sounding humble. Um, <laughs> the joke we made in the intro is something I do a lot. Like, oh, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Is what I meant. Whoops. Um, but compliments seems like such a common problem as evidenced by the fact that we received a lot of questions about this. And well, I, I think that in today's society, a couple of things that have replaced the need to uh to accept a compliment are you know self-deprecating humor mm -hmm. uh sarcasm things like that um really have have replaced compliments in our society and and they are a little more endemic to particular regions of the world for instance british humor is often very self-deprecating um so it, it's it's good to know how to take a compliment and how to be gracious and humble, but still accepting of love. You know, I also bet, and I'm not an anthropologist, I've never shopped at anthropology, but, but my guess is um, that it also probably complicated things a lot when we moved from like very clear status levels. Um, especially in like America, if you mentioned like it probably used to be like if the Lord of the house was like, Hey, you did a super good job cleaning that window or whatever. Oh, you, so you mean like socioeconomic stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like you understood that that person by no means had to give you a compliment. So if they did, it must be coming from a place of sincerity because like, why would the Lord of the house compliment the job you'd done? If he didn't mean it, you know, I, I feel mean? like people in everyday life have uh, have moved away from sincerity um, because there's a lot of of need to find that upward mobility in the socioeconomic scale. And so um, you you hear a compliment and you consider ulterior motives. Yeah. And I also think that uh, people just have a knee jerk reaction to not seem prideful or boastful you know what i mean like i think that there there's probably a mixture of people who are in fact self-deprecating but accepting a compliment doesn't imply pride or or being boastful well no you and i know that because we've done a bunch of research on it i'm saying that i think that one of the reasons people are so quick to say no no ow, is like this this false modesty thing but you know what we'll get more and, and more into and that and there's also there's also not just false modesty but um just the the pervasive negative body image of of a lot of uh, especially um young people um is something that I would really recommend you take a look at a stand up routine by Luisa Olion um she is amazing um and she has a really great stand up routine on YouTube uh called what would beyonce do you should look it up it's it's funny and informative and and 
very uh very funny on this topic in particular. So before we get into audience questions and such, um when it comes to the history of compliments, oh I guess I should also say um I'm I'm pretty happy with conceptually this episode and next week are even tied together and this week is compliments and next week is insults <laughs> and that made me very happy that we planned that. Anyways, so look forward to next week. Start thinking of your questions. Um when you talk about the history of compliments, where where would you even start? A caveman looked at another caveman <laughs> and said, hey, nice club. You did great killing that saber-toothed tiger. And he said, no, stop. Well, I have I have a compilation of uh, of some some bygone compliments I love to share. Um, and and I'll I'll go through um, some really fun Shakespearean compliment uh, activities through that. Good, because I also look forward to Shakespearean insults next week, part mm-hmm. two. Um, so here's one. So during the medieval period, there were still some some good things, one would say, you know, as, especially uh, looking back on it, we have a romanticism populated by the knights, right? Knights of the Round Table, um, well-read royals, and even troubadours. They all kind of worked their way with fancy words, and one I of those words. I myself a bit of a troubadour. Oh, do you? I'm a, a bit. I, wait, is a troubadour hard to play music? Because I often I refer to myself as a raconteur, um, which is someone who specializes in raccoons. Yeah, I think that a troubadour has music. Okay, with it. so I'm more of a raconteur. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Uh, and one of those words were bellibon. Excuse me. Which is a a lady rich in personality as well as physical beauty. Which is how we got the store Billabong. No. No. What is it? Be- Give me one more time. Belly- Bellabon. Bellabon. Like B E L L A B O N? B E L L I B O N E. Interesting. It's probably French or Italian because I know like Bella is like beautiful. Well, it would make sense uh, that it, it's a little French sounding, the Norman Conquest and whatnot. Speaking of, and I maybe we'll eventually get into language. She's one of my favorite weird facts from um, uh, Super Sizers Go, one of our favorite TV shows. The reason that there are two words for like pig and pork and like, you know, cow and beef is like because the... The French, the Normans. The, yeah, the French word is what it was eaten by because they were the people eating it. And the English word is the name of the animal because they were the ones working with it. So like, that's why it's called the pig because you worked with the pigs and it's called pork because you ate the pork and it depended on who worked with it and who got to eat it. Off topic, but informative. I know. It's just I have so very few actual <laughs> facts that I can share that when one even kind of gets close, I have to grab it. Uh, another French word was pop lolly. What? Meaning a sweet baby. Aw, I like that one. Well, I mean, you could probably use it for anyone who was uh, youthful or, or impish. What's up, you sweet babies? <laughs> what was it? One more time. Pop lolly. P-O-P... L-O-L-L-Y, pop lolly. Oh, okay. Spelled just like it sounds. And uh, one more that I felt was was really great from the Middle Ages uh, was Peerless Paramour. Ooh. One, love alliteration. Peerless Paramour. That also kind of sounds like an old-timey, like, 1670s name you might name your daughter. Her name is Peerless Paramour McElroy, and this is her sister, Silence. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, moving on a little further in, to, into history. In 1663, English author John J.G. Go made a living off of the art of niceties by publishing the Academy of Compliments. And one of those uh, compliments in that publication is Licorious Rolling Eyes. Excuse me? What yeah. is that? What? I don't even know what that first word is. L- Licurious. How do you spell that? <laughs> L-I-Q-U-O-R-O-U-S. Licurious. Well, that just says liquor. L-I-Q-U-O-R-I-O-U-S? No, no I at the end. This is turning into a spelling bee. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, uh, oh, it, uh, the results from or resembles an intoxicated condition. Sure. 
So if your eyes were like that, maybe you were lovesick. Oh, okay. I see. A little like starry eyes, you know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Um, another book, uh, the New Academy of Compliments, was uh was a little more famous for more long-winded gems, such as your virtues have so strangely taken up my thoughts. I love that. I, I Which is also, more a, com- a complative sentence. I've also found another um uh, uh definition for licorice. Licorice? Licorious. Uh, no, licorice. there's no I at the end. So All right. Not... Um, eagerly desirous. Okay, it great. Is, it is an obsolete word according to Wiktionary. So then that's hungry eyes. Yeah, it's more like, listen, your eyes, I want them. <laughs> but but said very poetically. So here are a couple of um, more from the Victorian era. Bricky. Like brick with a Y? Yeah. Uh, Is meaning, that like you might say someone's like a brick house? Or it's like, uh, nah. I don't think it was a physical attribute. More to be unyielding nature um, and being tough and brave. So like. A brick. Well, right, but you were talking about brick house, and that's but, more but, but physical. Like, but not even like it was it, brick house is at least one step further. You're literally saying she's bricky. He's he's bricky. They're very brick like. They are brick. They are brick in human form. They are the thing. They are made of stone. Mm-hmm. Another <laughs> one is bully. You know, think Teddy Roosevelt. Bully yeah. for you. Yeah, he's a bully. No, that's not what we mean. Uh, meaning it's a they're of strong good nature and strong moral fiber. Gotcha. Uh, here's an Edwardian one, uh, Pippin, uh, which is actually a a varietal of an apple, an uh-huh. English apple. Uh, they say that Pippin is just a good person with high morals, uh, very reliable, and they always know where the best parties are. <laughs> oh, that's. I like that. Do you think that that's where, uh, like, they're a pip derived from? Like, that person is a hmm. pip? Well, I think that a pip is more like a stone or like a, you like a seed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that's if they directly correlate. Still, I would like that. I would like to be a pippin. Travis McRoy. Oh, that guy. He's a pippin. I like that. Another Edwardian one is Buck. Um, and it means a fancily dressed person, usually a man. Yes, please. Need more of that, please. Um, you you had mentioned some Shakespearean compliments. Yes. Would you like Would you like to go into that? I would. Yes, please. So one of the one of the very fun things that one can do with Shakespearean compliments is uh is something i've seen in my acting classes over and over again is you make sort of columns of his compliments so the first one the first column is usually a uh, a single word um often ending with ing so like an adverb and then the second column is usually a hyphenated word uh can also be an adverb or sometimes an adjective and then the third word the third column is a noun Right. So you can write all of these columns down and kind of crisscross and jump from column to column and make your own compliments up uh, because he did use so many words and coined so many words. Um, so let's see. How about a dainty ear kissing dewberry? Oh, oh, nice. Don't so, even know what it means. So cute. Or a lusty love springing gamester. OK, sure, sure. Or uh, one, one more, just for fun. Uh, let's go to a, a palmy, crow-flowered bully rook. <laughs> sure. Sure. It, it's funny how said in a different tone of voice, they could also sound like insults. <laughs> I suppose so. But I mean, you know, you talk about a uh, a poised, right-drawn prizer. Yeah. And I also, I wanted to bring this up and jump into it because I would say maybe one of Shakespeare's most famous compliments, it's quoted all the time, is the sonnet that begins, Shall I Compare Thee to a Summer's Day? And the reason I want to bring up is I think that, at least when I see it used in, you know, pop culture and people say it, they, I think most people don't understand what the sonnet is actually about. 
um, and I'm not like blowing the lid wide open or anything, but basically read it again, or maybe for the first time, if you haven't, the sonnets are great, but there is, he's basically saying like, should I compare you to a summer's day? Nah, you're way better. Like yeah. you're way better than a summer's day. And it's, which is super great, but he has this whole other poem that I love. That's all about like, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my love is beautiful. No. They've got wiry black hair. Their cheeks aren't damasked like a rose. Listen, I get it. But to me, my love is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. That's a way better sonnet to me than shall I compare thee to a summer's day. Because it's like, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're the most beautiful person in the world. But to me, they are. That's way better. That one always gets me way more. That's a good one. Um, I'd like to bring up one from the 1930s. Uh, <laughs> Shakespeare wrote sonnets in the 1930s? No, no, no. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm moving on oh, from I Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Um, Ooh, I missed that step. I'm <laughs> moving on from Shakespeare. From the 30s, a uh, a compliment would be to be called a tomato. <gasps> it's It was originally a term for an attractive lady, but, I mean, you call someone a tomato. I suppose, or a tomato. Whichever way you want well, to say it. Well, let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> um, uh, it, you it you is... can make it pretty gender neutral. You can be like, hey, you look like such a glorious tomato today. Oh, them? They're a feisty tomato. Um, and it is important to note, like, as we touch on a lot of this stuff, especially, like, in, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and I, I imagine before. That's, that's all of them. There were a lot of compliments that were like, oh, okay, that's very demeaning. Thank you? Like... You know, not everybody in the 40s was like, how do I compliment this young lady without boiling her down purely to her physical appearance? Like, people weren't as I think tomato is a real way, a real good way to do that. To not boil them down to their physical appearance, to say they're a feisty tomato? You don't think that's a lid, just a little demeaning? I mean, it makes me smile when <laughs> okay. I think about tomatoes. <laughs> I love you so much. I just like tomatoes. I don't know what to tell you. Just <laughs> they're, a fan. They're, You're I, a real avocado. Oh, okay. I know a guy who has a, a tattoo of, of of a tomato. I've got a pineapple, so it's not me. He was like, you know, I'm pretty much I'm always gonna like those, so well, I want a tattoo of it. Man, I hope that's true for his sake. Oh, here's one. Here's one that's not a physical attribute. Cobber. What's that? It's a late Victorian way of calling someone your best friend. You're my cobber? Yeah. <gasps> I love that. I love that. And uh, Cracker Jack comes from that era. Uh, so, you know, someone who's super talented. Or really candy-coated popcorn, well, peanuts, maybe a prize. I mean, it was a way to refer to their abilities. Oh, I see. Right. So I've gone through a lot of the, the historical compliments. Um, but something that one cannot really get away from when you're talking about compliments is you have to talk about the backhanded compliment a little bit. Um, which comes from slapping someone with the back of your hand, right? Yes. Where it, it may not hurt quite as much as the front, but it still hurts. Yeah. Um, so I here always pictured some, it like, like you were kind of like missing them with the slap and that's the compliment, but then you're catching them on the backswing. All that's right. the back. So it's like, hi, you did that way better, swing, than I would have expected, backhand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'd like to offer some alternatives, right? So we always try and keep things positive here. So instead of saying something like, you're so cute and bubbly, right? Um, bubbly and cute, although not not a, a, an insult by themselves, might imply that they are um, immature or not very intelligent or independent, where uh, in, instead you can say, you're a very confident person, and I like that about you. You you make me happy. I appreciate when you're around. Certainly. And then uh, the next one that I hear a lot is, you clean up so well. Ooh. Implies that maybe usually they're not very clean and they look pretty bad most of the time i will say though from seeing it in movies and tv shows which is i people are probably starting to learn my touchstone for all things um i have always kind of wanted a moment in my life where i come downstairs in like a tux and everybody goes oh like that doesn't happen because i normally look fairly nice i don't know how bad i would have to look for that moment to happen but that does seem like a pleasant moment and you know the she's all that moment right, right. but instead you can just say you look great. 
it's it's as simple as that. And you don't have to imply that they don't normally look great because why? Why do that? This is another one of the you you often coach me on this. Don't say more than you need to. He's like, I think do we do an excuses episode? I don't, I don't think so. Maybe an apologies episode. We I did think apologies. We and like, you don't have to say more than, I think you look great. Exactly. Oh, you look great. And, and you might be like, oh, I need to clarify what I mean. Blah, blah, blah. You don't. You don't. Right. Um, and then I know that this kind of teeters on the edge of flirting. But someone who might say, you're so cool. Why are you still single? Uh, right? It kind of gets into that that thing of like, well, I mean... I'm on a date with you, right? Or like, because I'm not interested in dating right now. Or because I just got broken up with and my heart hurts. Or or any of that kind of stuff. When you can just say, if you are into someone, let's go out for dinner. Or I'd love to take you out on a date. We any a, of those things. We had a question. Um, let me see if I can find it now. Um, this is from Sam. What's the difference between a compliment and flirting? I'm worried I don't pick up on anyone flirting with me, despite being told that people have. Um, I really think that you have to think about intention, um, because so many things can be the same. It just it really depends on how you say it. Um, I, and I, I also think maybe, Sam, you're overthinking it too much. If someone compliments you and it makes you feel nice and that makes you want to talk to them more. I think that that like, I don't think that there was a wording or secret code that they're using but i think that it's usually the same thing like someone can compliment you without flirting with you and someone can flirt with you without complimenting you but like but so often one does flirt by complimenting yeah so if you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone and there are a lot well we should do a whole episode on flirting and dating we, i'm sure we will eventually but you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone at which point like there are many points where the conversation could end, but they are and you are finding opportunities to continue spending one-on-one -on -one time with each other. Mm -hmm. Don't overthink it past there. When the conversation ends, if you want to spend more time with that person. Ask on a date. Yeah, ask them on a date so you can continue. That. I think the other side that's very interesting in this is how do you give a compliment without seeming like you're flirting? You know what I mean? And we talked about this a little bit before on Interrobang. But I think that the difference is, and this is my personal opinion, so Teresa may disagree with me, the difference between giving a compliment and flirting using a compliment is expectation. Mm -hmm. it, you should give a compliment expecting nothing in return. A compliment is not something you should give to earn something from the other person, to get something from the other person. That's why, like, if you're walking down the street and you see someone and they are wearing just the coolest jacket you've ever seen, hey, great jacket, and keep walking. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is, and even that might make them feel like, oh, suddenly someone paid attention to me and I don't care for that. But, like, rather than stopping and, like, I'm going to engage with you now because I'm complimenting your jacket, can make them go, uh... Uh, and not like that you know what well I mean? and i think that you bring up an interesting point one way to make sure uh not to make sure one way to kind of encourage the idea of a compliment instead of an advance is to compliment the thing about them and not how they use it how they wear it so i think that if you want to say hey i like your jacket that is to me more uh concrete of a compliment instead of you look great in that jacket yeah that would be more of a flirt because you're complimenting the person wearing it which is the thing whenever i see videos or it happens in a real life of like people catcalling people and like they get mad because like i was just trying to give you a compliment like no you weren't or else you wouldn't get mad at how they responded right like you were trying to flirt with you were trying to catcall and you got mad that you got called on it. That's the thing. It, and if you're listening to this, like, people get mad at me when I compliment them from the window of my car. Don't <laughs> ever do that. Ever. Um, there is no way to do that. That is not weird. There, I think even if you say the nicest thing in the world, if you yell something out a car window as you drive past someone, it's always bad. Tell the story, Travis. Which one? I've done it many times. Okay. One was when someone yelled, big head. Is that what you're talking about? When I was like a 12-year-old kid and I was walking home from school. But this isn't a compliment. This is an insult. This is for part two next week. I'm glad you take so much enjoyment out of this. My wife, who's supposed to love me so very much. I love this story. I, I just, was walking home I from school. I love this story. I was like 12 years old. 
and somebody driving by yelled out their window, big head, which, yes, I mean, they're not <laughs> wrong, but it was also like, they saw me from down the street and thought, I just have to say something and like rolled down their window. I don't, but honestly, if they yelled out, like, I, I think you're the greatest, I still would be like, what? Why would you suddenly have decided to yell? Like, my brothers and I used to drive around town, no joke, yelling out the window, like, have a great day! And still people would turn around angrily at us. You really shouldn't yell things out car windows. Don't yell things out car windows. But also, like, if you want to compliment someone on the street, keep moving. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't stop and try to engage them as you compliment them. Because very clearly, you weren't just trying to compliment them, trying to start a conversation, and that's weird. Gosh darn it. All right, we're going to be right back with even more of your questions and more answers and more stuff about compliments. But first, here's a word from some other Max Fun shows. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a horde of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventurers? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroys. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> Let's just start off with the big one. This one was probably, I I probably asked about 15 times. I'm really bad at, this is from Katie. I'm really bad at accepting them. I can't help but disagree with the compliment, then automatically put myself down. Is this bad schmammers? It it really is. Um, And I'll give you some tips on how you can accept a compliment a little easier. But the, the, the thing about... If you don't accept a compliment from someone, you're basically calling them a liar and how dare you talk to me. Um, I I do want to clarify there. Okay. When you say accepting a compliment, it is possible for someone to compliment you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable or you don't like. like Okay, yes, that is true. That is true. But when, when someone says something like, what a beautiful necklace, right? And the next person says, oh, this is just something that I picked up at a flea market. It didn't cost me anything. It's just, it's really just trash. What they've done is they've said that the person who has complimented them, that their compliment has no value to them or that they're a poor judge of style or that, you know, it's, it's, you're, I know that you're trying to be cool by saying this necklace is worth nothing. Um, It's really, it's really just something I picked up. But it, it really just comes off as kind of kind of rude, you know, whereas if someone were to say, what a beautiful necklace, you can just say, thank you. It was a great deal. You you also run the risk of seeming like you're fishing for more, like, no, no, for them to go, no, really, it's great. And like, you might not be doing that. You might 100% just be like playing down yourself. But like someone could be like, okay, well, like, geez, just take the compliment. Like, okay, cool. Like. You got to be careful. So one of the things that you can that you can do is just smile, smile and say thank you. I know that it seems, um, it it seems too simplistic. And even if you're in in a situation where that particular thing makes you a little uncomfortable, that's the easiest way to stop it is to just say the one one sentence, thank you, and then you're done. Think of a compliment like someone's giving you a gift. If someone was handing you a gift, you would not say no and push it back at them. You would take it. You would say thank you. Uh, You wouldn't have to act like every gift someone gave you was life-changing and the greatest gift that they've ever given you. But you wouldn't throw it back at them and say, I'm not taking this. You're wrong. You know what I mean? So think think of a compliment in those terms. Um, 
and once again, this is the last time I say it, I'll pro- I promise. But once again, as we talk about compliments, we are assuming in this scenario that this is not a scenario in which you are feeling threatened or you are feeling Correct. uncomfortable. This is like a friend said, that's a great jacket. And you said, no, no. Or the other side of this, let's talk about the other side of this. Someone says, your hair looks great today. And your knee-jerk reaction is, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. That's that's what I do. Um, because I know my hair looks great. I get it. Um, but that's why thank you is so simple. Um, th- let me ask you this question. This was another question we got a lot. If someone offers you a compliment, is it an exchange kind of thing? Are you I, obligated isn't the word I want to use, but I can't think of a better one. Are you honor bound to reciprocate the compliment? Like, oh, well, your hair also looks great or and I love your shoes. Um, You you definitely can, but you want to avoid a compliment battle. Um, you don't want there to be, you know, the inclination to out compliment or to downplay yourself to compliment the other person. Um, so y- you can always say something uh, sincere, right? If it is sincere, uh, but you don't want to one up the other person while you compliment. And, you know, sometimes the best compliment you can return to someone is that made my day. Exactly. Thank you. That really made my day. Um, This question is from Elizabeth. How does one accept a statement rather than a compliment? I used to hear, wow, your hair is so long and thought maybe it was supposed to be a compliment, but never was sure. We got this question a couple times, too, Mm -hmm. where people would say, like, you know, oh, wow, that's such a cute baby. Well, I guess that's a compliment. I'm trying to think of another example of, like, those are new shoes, you know? It's something where someone is just making an observation and you're not sure whether or not it's a compliment. Well, I mean, I would I would need a little more of a specific example. If someone said those are new shoes, I would either say yes, they are or no, they aren't. But I haven't worn them in a long time. Thank you for noticing them. Well, so this this observation that Elizabeth cites where like your hair is so long. Um. If someone said to me, your hair is so long, I would say, uh, see, I would normally respond, thanks, I work out. But that's because that's like my <laughs> knee jerk reaction. That's my knee jerk joke when somebody makes statements at me. I mean, really, it's never bad to respond. Yeah, I know. Like, I haven't had a haircut. Like, so yes, I think is another good. Like, yeah, it really is. And then let them fill in the rest. Well, it looks great. Oh, thank you. Because I have been in this circumstance a couple times where someone has made a statement at me i'd said thank you and then they kind of give you a weird look and you're like oh okay <laughs> that's not what this was i gotcha all right i'll go with that say yes instead of say yes yes i know <laughs> a- acknowledge the the truth <laughs> yes you it are is correct long. it is quite long <laughs> by most standards i agree um this is from uh kira and we kind of talked a little bit about backhanded compliments but how do you respond to a backhanded compliment especially like when you know that the person isn't being sincere i think that we're gonna have different answers okay Ooh. Um, what fun because my my immediate knee-jerk reaction is if someone gives me a backhanded compliment i want to think about it as a compliment and treat it as one and just say thank you anything like that because the engagement necessary for someone who is just like a passerby in my life to explain to them that I understand that you're trying to tell me that I look nice but by saying that I look nice that um, I clean up well you're implying that I am dirty most of the time so and that hurts my feelings no, I think I think we actually agree on that. Okay, because it's the level of engagement that I want to have. That's I need the to question. decide what this what this certain uh, encounter is worth to me. Because if 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 the encounter is worth me going through explaining to them why what they meant hopefully as a compliment is actually hurtful, then I would do it. But if the engagement isn't worth that to me, I'm you know water off a duck's back. Just 
say thanks and move on is what I would do. I could definitely see a scenario where like in the workplace or something where that coworker that you just don't get along with is trying to do like a show of dominance by backhanded complimenting you in front of people. Where in that circumstance, I would probably be very likely to go, oh, okay, well, you said this. I think what you mean is, and I would call them on it in some kind of, I'm also being wryly funny and witty and sharp, but. Not everyone has that ability, God, but you but no, you always that, yeah, have the ability. True. If this engagement, like I said, is is worth pursuing to you. You always have the ability to say, I I think that you meant to tell me that I look nice, but what you said was I don't all, I don't ever look nice except for today, and that's very hurtful. Yeah, I think someone's really trying to get a rise out of you though. There's no better response than going, Oh, thank you and walking away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, No, I wanted to get into an argument with no. I was trying to ruin their day and I didn't do it. No. And then in your head, you just put like a little mark next to their name. <laughs> oh, You're like, No. They're not my friend anymore. I will ruin their careers. And then you do a lengthy leverage style scam uh, to ruin their careers. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Maybe not that last part, but just saying thank you and walking away or just going, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and walking away. You know what I mean? Like people make you feel how you let them feel in that moment. And yeah. if they're just like, yeah, it doesn't bother. I know what you're trying to do. If they're, cause there's, I think what you're saying is right. Cause there are some people who will say stuff where it's like, Oh, I think they meant this, but they said, and then there's other circumstances like, oh, you're trying to be a jerk right now. Right. Um, This is from Trenton. How to choose on what to compliment someone. Um, I think we talked about this just a little bit earlier. I think that it depends on what your intention is. Um, because if you are hoping to compliment someone to like break the ice or start a conversation. I think that it's always safer to compliment an object than it is to compliment the person uh, wearing that object or doing that thing where you can say, that was a great goal. Or um, you can say, I like your jacket, like we talked about earlier. Um, those are the things that I think that, that really open up a person. Whereas if you say something like, you look, you make those boots look good. Well, also don't do it in that tone of voice, Teresa. Right, that yes. also, hey, hey, <laughs> look at those boots on your feet. Like that might not be your feet in those boots. My God. Maybe don't do that. Um, I'm trying to be serious and you're always making these jokes. I just love you so much. You're so cute. Um, I do think that it is my rule along those lines is, did the person choose to display this to the world today? Because, like, if they put on a necklace, they looked at that necklace and said, I want the world to see this today. They might have, say, great ears, but they might be self-conscious about it and feel no control over whether or not the world sees their ears. Mm -hmm. But they chose to put that jacket on. They chose to wear those shoes. They chose that bracelet. They like the, those things. And you know that because they made the choice to wear those in the world. Right. Um, so in general, an item that they choose, like you were saying, is a way safer bet to start with. You know, or new haircut. New haircut's always a good way to go. If it is indeed new. But if someone I haven't seen in a while just forgot what my hair looks like. I think that you can just say, I like your hair, or that's a great hairstyle. I think maybe that's a great hairstyle is probably better, because if you say, I like your hair, that's another thing that maybe they didn't have control over. I don't know. You pretty much have control over your hair, don't you? Yeah. Also, to me, you know, it just sounds like the rest of it would be, I like your hair. I want to take it. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> I'd like weird. to smell it. I would like to wear it as a necklace. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Don't it's do weird. those things. Those are weird. Don't say those things. Um, <laughs> speaking of, this is from Mona. Is it weird to compliment a stranger on the street or in a shop? Is it creepy? Uh, we talked about this a little a little earlier as well. I think that you are you're right as it's as if it's a, a passing by type thing, then then that's fine. But if it's a, a an excuse to linger, no. Don't do that. Just keep it to yourself. File that away and like, ooh, if you like her boots, maybe look for them on the internet later. Yeah. Instead of striking up a conversation if you don't know this person. 
I also think, once again, this is where kind of reading the room can come into play, where if someone is like very openly engaging in small talk and happy conversation with the shop owner. So this is very clearly like a gregarious, outgoing person. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to be very receptive to you complimenting their jacket. Whereas if you see someone like keeping their eyes down and like avoiding, you know, talking to anyone, they probably just want to be left alone. You know what I mean? So kind of gauging that is usually what I try to look for of like, oh, this person seems like they would appreciate my my compliment versus I'd just be bothering them. Agree. Um, this is from Jen. I hand out compliments like candy, but I mean them sincerely. I'm just a very enthusiastic person who likes to tell people nice things about themselves. Is there a way I can do this without seeming insincere? I think that's really tough. Um, if you come across as insincere because of the amount of compliments, maybe you can save them up and really and really kind of narrow in on one thing that you that you want to express to this person um because you know like we talked about earlier it's it's sometimes hard to accept a compliment um and when you're when you're showered with a barrage of compliments it you may mean them as trying to build this person up where in fact they don't know what to do with all this positivity. So try and narrow your field to one one good thing where you can, you know, uh, maybe maybe offer in a in a, a sharing like a team effort type thing where you can say like we're all doing such a great job where they feel included. Or you could do it at the end of your time hanging out with them like, "Hey, I've had a really great time hanging out with you today." Right. Rather than every three minutes, like, I'm having a great time. You're great. You're great. You're great. Yeah. Like I said, kind of narrow your focus and save it for one one encompassing kind of compliment instead of all the little things. Because, I mean, it's really great that you want to show your appreciation. Um, but if you're coming across as insincere, try and try and bundle it into a smaller package. And you put it yourself, you know, you said that you hand them out like candy. And I think it's a great way to think about it. Like, people usually take one piece of candy, and then they kind of have that candy for a while before they need another one. And if you just keep handing them compliments before they're done digesting the last compliment, they won't know what to do with it. And eventually, they're just going to stop accepting them, because they don't want more from you. This may not be Jen's um, issue, but sometimes I feel like... When people are over complimentary, what they are asking for is reciprocation. So when they they are very effusive and always talking about how much they like something about you, what they really need is affirmation of something that you like about them. Um, and like I said, Jen's this is this may not be her thing. Maybe she just does love throwing out compliments, and she likes you know to talk about how how great the world is you know but it can come across as as maybe that you need the reciprocation instead of you want to give out compliments this question is from rachel not sure if this has already been asked sorry if it has but how do i respond to someone that doesn't receive my compliment well i mean i don't want to get some weird argument with them like no you really do look great no really i think that if someone doesn't respond your to your compliment well you can you can really only reaffirm it a second time and then once they've once they have deflected that as well it's not your fault you have done something very nice for this person to compliment them and if they can't accept it that's just unfortunate for them because if you gave it sincerely and you really meant it and you tried to say, no, really, you did a great job. And then they deflect and reject and ignore. That's that's really all you can do for them. You can't make them accept your compliment. Um, also, I think along the same lines of when we talked about like saying no to people and like how to say no to people. Let's do a little role play. Teresa, I'm going to compliment you. Okay. And you are going to deny the compliment and then I will respond. And okay. we will do it two times. And the first time is how you should not do it. The second time is oh, how you okay. should do thanks. it. Okay, thanks for that. Thanks. Okay. That's a great shirt. Oh, really? I mean, it's just so old. I, I, It was hanging in the closet and I really, sh I shouldn't have put it on today. No, no, that's a great shirt. Right. That's one. Now this is two. 
That's a great shirt. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's. I just threw it on today. Teresa, it's a great shirt. <laughs> I, I listen. That might be a little cold, but the first way is inviting this like no, 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 back and forth. As opposed to the second time, like is you very tersely saying, "Take the compliment." <laughs> it is a great shirt. Listen, oh, thanks, thanks. It is, it is a great shirt. It is a like great. It's a great shirt. I just bought it. It's new. I like, I like it. Um, this is from Jade. Any advice for dealing with a compliment about something you're uncomfortable slash at odds with about yourself? If you feel that the compliment is genuine, you just got to say thank you. And I, I know that, that that might feel disingenuine to you. Um, but for you to go on about, for you to expound at like, oh, but you know, I really don't like my ears and they're just so big, they stick out. That it increases the kind of uh, interaction between the two of you and it, it creates discomfort. Um, so I'm, I'm not saying that you can't share the things that you, you don't like about yourself, although I believe that they're probably great anyway. Um, I'm just saying that expanding that interaction can make it uncomfortable for both of you. So now you're sharing your discomfort in, in more ways than one. There's so also, thank you is, is thank you and move on. There's also another side of this where it's not just like, well, I don't like my ears and this person complimented my ears. It's something like, why don't you smile more? You have a lovely smile, like that kind of thing. Or it's like, because I, you know, that I, I, I have a lot of friends who, you know, for example, Tybee was telling this story on a terror bang where, she has as she's grown like become an adult changed the way she dresses and like hates herself in like traditionally like super feminine frilly kind of dresses quote unquote because it may they, it feels like a costume and it's not who she is and so she told this story about like someone in her family saying like i bought you this dress you look so pretty in it you should totally wear it and that was more of a, that's not who I am. It's not who I want to be. But once again, I think it really comes down to the interaction you really want to have with this person. I think if it's someone that you're very close with, that this could be a, a early chance to like, you know, cut them off with the past and go, hey, I think you're trying to be nice, but let me tell you a little bit more about myself to explain to you, you know, a little bit more about me versus if it's just some random person. Or like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Oh, thanks. And then never see them again in your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You brought up the the smile more. And I think that smile more has more of a, a patriarchal com condescension to it. Where if, if you tell someone you have a great smile, you should smile more. That means that I'm telling you what to do with your body and how you feel. That's that's not a good compliment. I think that you can say that's nice lipstick, or or like we talked about complimenting and the thing that they chose to put on. Um, because what if they don't want to smile? What if they're having a bad day and that's that's not something they feel like doing? Uh, smile more is is on the the very bottom of my list of good compliments. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for joining us. Uh, two things. One, a podcast, which I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, but I just launched a podcast with my friend and fellow Max Funster, uh, Hal Lublin. Uh, the show is called Surprisingly Nice. And it is surprisingly nice. Well, thank you, darling. Um, we sit down and, uh, you know, chat, have a very pleasant chat with people our first guest is adam savage from mythbusters and tested and a bunch of other stuff and uh topics of conversation include uh when you have ice cream do you eat it right away or let it get a little melty uh what's your favorite building material travis lets it get melty i always let it get melty. it's better i don't i, I can don't. eat it faster i like my food not too cold <laughs> not too hot but so we have uh i want to eat it while it's ice cream. Uh, listen honey this isn't about you i'm doing a plug right now <laughs> And so uh, we sit down, we talk with them, and it's a very pleasant conversation. Uh, and then what we do is we put out a 45-minute version of the episode absolutely free on iTunes, and we tweeted a link to it so you can listen to it directly. Um, but then we also put out an extended version for a dollar or more, depending on if you want to pay more. And all of the money uh, raised, all of the proceeds, go to a charity of the guest's choice. Adam chose the Standing Rock tribe. 
Um, and so all money uh, that you pay to listen to the extended episode uh, goes to the Standing Rock Tribe. So if you want to check that out, you can go to bit.ly forward slash surprisingly nice. That's the Bandcamp page where you can find um, the first episode, which is in the version of an album. So basically, when you buy the album, you get access to all four tracks so you can hear the extended version. And if you're not sure if you want to donate, you can go to iTunes uh, and search surprisingly nice or follow our Twitter at the nice cast. Um, and I hope that you like it. I also want to say, um, I am without, I listen, politics doesn't really enter into Schmanners. I think that this week, no matter what you believe or who you agree with or what side you're on, I think that this weekend is going to be a little rough on social media. I would encourage everybody to maybe just take the weekend off from, I'm going to do it. Teresa and I are going to do it. We're going to have, uh, just some time with just us and the baby and hanging out and not being on Twitter. Um, so please take care of yourselves. Be nice to yourselves. Um, don't don't let social media get you very frustrated this weekend. There's there's lots of good things you could do either for yourself or for other people this weekend that doesn't have to be on social media. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Go check out all the other amazing Maximum Fun shows. There's a ton on there that you're going to love. All of them are great. Uh, continue to love uh, Rose Buddies and Sawbones. That's our, our two favorites. Um, it seems like one of those are, are always playing in our home. Yeah. And we just loop them more or less. <laughs> I've listened to like the same like bachelorette arc of Rose buddies 10 times since we've had the baby. I just love it so much. Um, the, my brother, my brother and me show is coming up, um, in about a month from now. Ooh. Uh, and Teresa's seen it and she thinks it's great. I do think it's great. I also think it's great. Um, I think everybody's going to really love it, and I hope it makes people happy. Uh, that comes out February 23rd. It's going to be on CISO. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, I just did uh, an episode of Jordan Jesse Go live from Sketch. Well, it was recorded live from Sketchfest. It was in the past now. Um, <laughs> but you can hear it on Jordan Jesse Go, also on Maximum Fun. Um, if you want to take a second and go on iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to Schmanners, we would appreciate it. You can follow our Twitter at SchmannersCast, S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S, cast. Um, and while you're on iTunes, our um, our theme song by Brent Bruntlefloss Black is available as a ringtone, so you should check that out. It's it's quite catchy. Um, and I also want to thank Kayla M. Wassel for our beautiful banner and thumbnail art. We also do uh, Jumbotron messages on the show. If you would like to do a personal message, maybe wish someone happy birthday, happy anniversary, just hi, thanks for being my friend. I think you're great. Or if you have a business, you can do a business message or like a website you want to promote or something like that. Just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron and then can get you all set up there. You should also join the Schmanners Facebook group uh, where we talk about Schmannerly things. I'd like to leave everyone with a Maya Angelou quote. She said, others will not remember what you did or said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. I think that's what compliments are all about. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners, get it? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.